Welcome to the Open Bell, podcast for trumpet players by trumpet players and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby Weinberg and the aggressive advisor himself, Joey Tartell. This episode of the Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. www.worldtrumpetfederation.com is the place to check out lots of great stuff that will enhance your teaching, performing, and overall trumpet life. When we set out to start the WTF, we knew it would be a place for trumpeters to go get free information and insight to help their day-to-day journey on the trumpet. Home to the Open Bell Podcast, the WTF is here to help you and to help you stop doing it wrong. And by Dylan Music. In 1992, Steve Dillon opened the doors to Dillon Music in Woodbridge, New Jersey, and since then his store and his staff have become known as the absolute best place to find the gear you need for your performing and teaching endeavors. And whether or not you travel to Woodbridge, New Jersey, you can always go to DillonMusic.com or call them at 732-634-3399. It won't take you long to figure out that you're working with the top professionals in the field and they are exceedingly equipped to assist you with your trumpeting needs. Jim McCombs and Perry Sutton are standing by, ready and willing to help. Just tell them the boys at the Open Bell sent you. And remember, if you use the promo code OPENBELL5, you will receive 5% off all accessories that you order. That's 5% off of all your accessories from Dylan Music. Dylan Music, musicians helping musicians since 1992. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things, and no offense, we use these segments to analyze, affirm, and adapt information that we believe is appropriate for all trumpeters. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling. I came here tonight. I didn't know what to expect. Oh, no. (laughs) I seen a lot of people hate me, and I didn't know what to feel about that, so I guess they didn't like much nothing either. (laughs) During this fight, I've seen a lot of changing. The way you feel about me... And the oh, way no. I feel about you. In here, there were two guys killing each other, but I guess that's better than 20 million. Wow. Guess what I'm trying to say is that if solving, I could change. We're ending the Cold War right now. And you could change. <laughs> everybody can change. To Chop Saver. And now from somewhere <laughs> just outside the Philly. Russian wilderness. <laughs> now from somewhere just outside Philly, Brian. <laughs> Yes. That movie that movie ended the Cold War. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying it didn't happen. If you could change, if I could change, everybody can change. That was While it. Well, I was doing my extensive research on this, of course. Uh, I found um I found some really angry really angry articles about this speech. Oh yeah. I I would have written one of them. The movie needs to end just before that speech yes. and it's totally yes. fine that speech is one of the just wow most awkward things in the world if you don't know what we're talking about everybody listening needs to go watch rocky four rocky four. Oh, that's two hours of your life you're not getting back it's an awesome movie you, oh, you gotta here's do the it. thing it has the best ever training montage the training montage is killing. it's the best yeah. thing ever so yeah go mm-hmm. watch rocky four and then come back how many and tell, times tell have you guys you seen that movie um, without exaggerating, I have to have seen that movie at least a hundred times. A <laughs> hundred? Ha- at least. Oh my gosh. I right? love that movie and I've not seen it a hundred times. Oh, of course you have. It came <laughs> out 35 years ago, right? That's, that is not okay. Yeah, but 
Oh. I don't know that I've watched it once a year since it came out. That explains a lot. That oh. means you would have to watch it like over three times a year. Well, there were, I, you got to remember in the early HBO days, there would be times where it would just be on all on of loop. the time. And then you <laughs> oh, just, that's true. hey, look, Rocky Four is on. So, and you right. just kind of get sucked right in. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's hard to look, hard to look away. It's great. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Great. Well, anyway, Brian. <laughs> All right, Brian, what do you got for us? I Speaking have nothing thing. compared to that. Come on. <laughs> Good Lord. This podcast should have ended right before Brian starts this speech. That's right. That's what Drago! should happen. Drago! <laughs> Come on. So um, a number of years ago when uh, my former student, Johnny Barnes, who plays hey. in the, the Navy Commodores down in mm-hmm. D.C., um, he was... Uh, I guess finishing up his school here and the brass band, Atlantic brass band did a tour in Italy and, um, and John sat well, next to me. Why, why aren't we going to Italy? Let's do that. Yeah. I'm going to Italy's really cool. That's a good idea. <laughs> let's, let's get on that. It was an amazing trip. So he sat next to me. He was my bumper up there you go. trip. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. So, um, I was on stage with him last week now when this drops it's a few weeks later um, we did a, a faculty trumpet thing here at school on a wednesday night and um and john was up uh to play in the quartet with me and bob early and george rabbi and of course we made john play the lead stuff um in the quartet um and i got to play bumper up to him Uh oh, <laughs> mm. yeah Ro- it was very cool reversal little yep yeah lean on the young kid make him play the hard stuff and we did. We made him play the hard stuff. And uh, but he did great. And it was uh, it was fun for him to to be here. But I just remembered, you know, after how nearly twenty years, little role reversal, but still based around cornet and bumper up. Wow. wow. I don't know. Brian is the bumper up. Just doesn't even make sense to me. I don't even understand it. It was a little weird, but it was fine. I can adjust, especially on trumpet. I can. We've I not, but that's pitches. not been our experience. No, that is not my experience <laughs> at all. You're always playing lead no matter what part you're on. <laughs> totally. It's the Mundy way, isn't it? Well, it's your that. way. <laughs> we yeah. do unison stuff. Yeah, you and I played together a lot, yeah. which is awesome because I don't even have to play. <laughs> you can mime it. It sounds I'm like totally two players. I totally mime it. It sounds like two players. Just like, man, you guys are <laughs> locked in pitch wise. I'm like, yeah, I know. It's perfect. Nailed yeah. it. And it's so loud, though. <laughs> like, well, I can't do anything about that. Yeah. Mouthpieces on your stand. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. All right, Joey, what do you got? Well, boy, did I have a weekend. <laughs> yeah, we've been this waiting for this. This is this is astounding. So uh, I think I teased this last week as I'd just gotten a, a phone call. And uh, so I flew down to Atlanta to play with the Atlanta Symphony Orchestra and Young Jeezy, or I guess now mm. just Jeezy, which nice. was, I, I, I didn't really know fully what to expect. This was an amazing concert, like a black tie, red carpet, press was there, everybody wow. looking like a million bucks. It was, and, and this was, and it was going, it was on just a, it was really, I had, I had a great time, got to meet some new people I hadn't met before, which was really a lot of fun. And then the next day I fly back to Indy and play with the Carmel Symphony Orchestra, which is <laughs> I don't know, a little bit different as they had an <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire show. So oddly enough, I played two orchestra shows in a row, B-flat trumpet, no mutes. Um, <laughs> but the Carmel show was funny for this reason. Sounds like couple, they should have called Scott. They should have. <laughs> <laughs> should have. Uh, earlier in the week, 
I had gotten an email saying, hey, so there are these saxophone solos, but we don't have a saxophone player. We, you'll cover these, right? <laughs> I said, yeah, sure, whatever you need. Of course so I will. Those I you play guys saxophone, who, too. You take your tenor. They said, we want to, we'd love them on flugelhorn if you could. So we do in the rehearsal. Uh, the lead singer really wants, there's going to be a big flugelhorn solo, and then he wants to do this little back and forth on the front of the stage. He says, so what you're going to do, I'm going to walk off. You've got it. So he, they give me a little clip on mic. I step out to the front of the stage, and I'm just playing a nice, it, it's on the, the tune, um, Reasons. So go listen mm -hmm. to Earth, Wind, and Fire Reasons. There's a nice little sax solo in the middle. And then after that, he likes to do a little back and forth, singing yeah. question, answer, question, answer, back yeah. and forth on the flugelhorn. But I'll tell you, in those couple of minutes, they just left me on the front of the stage. Beautiful, <laughs> the Palladium Center for the Arts in Carmel, Indiana. It's a gorgeous hall. Yeah. So spotlights right on me, dead center, clip on mic, just solo. I had the very, very clear thought. Now I know what Chris Bodie feels like. It was, <laughs> it was, it was great. I thought, yeah, that's I could, why he keeps I, doing it. I, I could totally get used to this. I, I think you mean Chris Blody. <laughs> wow, we, we hands to Arizona. Chad. Should, yeah. No, <laughs> Chad, Chad Schumann. One of the funniest things I've ever heard happen. And not to, to take away from your story. No, that's a great story. Literally, I'm sorry for the sidebar because that's amazing. First of all, let's just say kudos, Joey. Come it was on. just a fun. I'm just <laughs> Atlanta saying, Atlanta like, Carmel, it was, and it was just such a, I mean, interesting, like fun playing. A lot of really fun playing that you would normally do in an orchestra in any way, but and the audience I, on their feet all the time. Oh, oh, for the for the uh, right? for the GC concert, we started yeah. on their feet, yelling and screaming the whole time. It was amazing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's incredible. Amazing. That's incredible. They don't do great. that for Beethoven. They not really, so much. They really, they really no. don't. <laughs> no, not so much. So, all right, we got we got to no, give please. a shout out to no. to Chad here. Yeah. So we're at NTC <laughs> at Columbus State in Georgia, and Chris Bodie's playing, and I end up in one of the boxes on the side in the balcony. It's me, Joey, and Chad Schutman. Yes, Chad. Who, if if you don't know Chad, Chad is an amazing lead trumpet player and, and a great fun guy who is yeah. uh, one of the athletic band directors at the University University of Arizona now. Go Wildcats! Yeah. And previously yeah. was the lead trumpet player in the World Band in Disney World. He's played uh, with the Big Fat Band. He's played with everybody. He's he's a mm -hmm. tremendous lead trumpet. He's great. Really play. Yeah. Really and, teach. Uh, but, yeah. And Chad's a like he's a big guy. Like he and Joey, like we're, just we're some big cats. Big yeah. cats. We take up and I'm space. hanging around with them. You know, looked like they brought their little brother, their much older little brother, <laughs> with them to the. There, I beat you to it. Anyway, we wait in line like kids to meet Chris Bodie. Yeah, like you got to come back. You got to meet Chris. Backstage, and we're waiting, and we're waiting, and we're waiting. And Chad is just. He's just laying for this, right? And he's can, got the bit. He's been doing the bit. He's been like practicing it. We're yeah, laughing because we know he's going to drop it. And he gets up there, and we meet him. And Joey and I say hi, and he goes, "You know, hi." And he goes, he goes, like, he goes, "You know, my friends, my friends call me Chris Bloody." <laughs> And he drops it. He tries it. Chris Bodie, no deadpan. reaction. <laughs> no, of course not. Complete not deadpan. Nothing. Doesn't say, oh, man, that's funny. Right? Just doesn't even respond. Not Ridiculous. The 837. There it is, right the old 830. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it was, was one was of the funniest fails. <laughs> Just a total nothing. Oh, gosh. That was really good. It was yeah, so but, awkward. Uh, but one of those things, like yet again, you know, we've, I talked about last week, like I like to be able mm -hmm. to say yes and see what happens. This time, 
Wow, is that cool? Huge Gotta payoff go for you, right? So, like totally. that was a and great. I met, met some new friends down there. Yeah. I'd never met uh, Anthony Limoncelli, who uh, I believe just won principal in Cincy. He's been second mm-hmm. down there. So we got to got where I think we're best friends now, which is very cool. But uh, yeah, it was a great. great pre- when does he start down in Cincinnati? Well, he, September. I, I guess he hasn't won yet. There's a final round coming, but I think mm. he's the only oh. one in it. He has to go play for the MD with the orchestra for a couple of days or something. But well, once he so. puts the Jeezy thing on his resume, oh, right, they're probably going to yeah. have him do he's it. Done. I mean, he is, yeah. He's a terrific player. He's playing yeah. great. So, that's All right, killer. Brian, what do you got for us this evening? Wow. No, that's well, Bill. Nice, though. Oh, you already went. Bill, what <laughs> do you got a lot, for us this Thanks a lot, Jervis. Yeah, no, we're, gonna, we're skipping you. That's we're going Chad back to Shoop. Brian. That was the Chad Shoopman thing. That's how Chad and I became friends. Yeah, he introduced you I, with the wrong name. Yeah, I went out to the mic, and he introduced me as Brian Stoneman. That is And everyone laughed. Perfect. So I was I just waved it off to the thing and I got through my entire bit and I said, Now back to you, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> I walked off stage. Yep. <laughs> oh. We were instant friends. I still on his Facebook post I will still chime in and say, Nice job, Charles <laughs> or Chauncey or whatever, Clarence. Mm-hmm. Anything begins one. with a C. Anyway, um I I found a new favorite trumpet player this past oh. weekend. You mean aside from us? Well, yeah, you guys are off the list now. So <laughs> I was Bumped down in right off the Frederick list. County, Maryland, conducting a band. Right? Wagging. and Wagging. Oh. Wagger. This, the Wagger, band was Wagger. phenomenal. These directors, I got to tell you, I don't know that I've ever walked in front of a festival band where the kids were more ready to go than they were this weekend. Wow. Right, so what age like, are we talking? Middle school, high school? High school. Okay. Nine through 12. Nice. Beautiful. Like notes and rhythms in place, great sense of what the music was. We dug right in and got to nuance and making music like immediately, wow. which was outstanding, which led to the ability to have some really kind of intense conversations about things. So um, we were talking about the flutes because we had this little audition for these flute solos and the students picked the student. And then we talked about why that particular one and, you know, really kind of dug into it. And then I said, this is great that we can have this conversation. And there's this trumpet player, principal trumpet player, smallest kid in the section. He's a sophomore. Wow, good for and him. he's sitting first. Yeah, and the, the clearly why his sound is gorgeous. Yeah, I mean he's really, really great player, but he's a young player and he's inconsistent. So he makes a comment because we're all having a good time. There's really great rapport, and I said to him, "Okay, you want to go next? You know what your problem is? Do you want me to tell you what your problem is?" And <laughs> everywhere just laughing. <laughs> Everyone's laughing. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, go ahead, tell me, tell me, I'm ready." And I said, "You're inconsistent." And and. I just dropped it on him. And he goes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so owns it immediately like, owns it. I'm like, you know what? You problem the two is t- here's the thing. There's two of us in this conversation right now. And only one of us trusts you. And it isn't you. You need you overthink this stuff. And he goes, I don't like this anymore. You know exactly what's in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, here's what I need you to do. We're going to go back. We're circling back. He's playing the solo in Afon Kiss. And I said, all right. You don't need to think about it. You play too well to think about it. I need you to take a big breath and make a beautiful sound. If you make any mistakes around me, it's my fault. I'm saying this in front of everybody right now. This is it. You got to trust you. Just play. You sound yeah. like yours. You don't need to worry about it. That kid never missed another note. <laughs> oh, wow. That is had, awesome. Just kills couple, the whole weekend. Couple solos, didn't miss anything. On the show, like it was gorgeous. Nice. <laughs> like beautiful. You know, just amazing. And Happened he was all 12. freaked out. Yeah. He was just all freaked out because I totally intergamed him. That's you fantastic. Know. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So Patrick, beautiful. Patrick's my new favorite trumpet player. Fantastic. And, uh, 
Well done, awesome. Patrick. Awesome kid. Like just all, and they all were in that ensemble. So he was in good company, but he was just all in, super enthusiastic, wanted to get better every rep. You know, it was pretty Fantastic. cool. Fantastic. Very cool. Beautiful. Very cool. So, yeah, you know, you go out and you never know what you're going to run into at these festivals, but every once in a while, and in most times, there's always a great story. But yeah, this kid was phenomenal. Yeah, as a sophomore. Fabulous. <laughs> That's funny. I know. <laughs> I'd like that you know what's going on in my head. That's really <laughs> yeah, good. That, that was, good. That's that was really, good. really good. Yeah. How do you know what's going on in my head? All right, boys. I think it's time for a new game. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, Joey, you, you in particular, I think, are going to love this because I, I took some time, and I, I think it's really well written. Are I think rules? it's really well done. Uh-oh. No, I, it's multiple choice. <laughs> okay, I'm in. Okay. Yeah. All right, it's multiple choice, multiple and the game, guess, I think we're going to call it, I don't know, make good choices. Oh no! <laughs> How's that? So, so you got to come up with a bumper for that, and I really don't have anything off the top of my head. Make good choices. He's already got. Of course, the bumper yeah. already happened just yeah, a moment it, it, ago, and so. it was awesome. And it was fantastic. <laughs> was I never would have thought you. Love you it? I would have come up with that. No, not it, in a million years. Of course, yeah. I didn't. I, I, I threw that in just for Brian. A fantastic pitchy. bumper. <laughs> wow! Well, not, not a loud little enough. harsh. Not loud enough for Ryan. Not nearly loud enough. Couldn't hear yeah. the valves. <laughs> Is that an A flat on the end? Seemed <laughs> <laughs> a little, sound a little stuffy. <laughs> it is now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Here we go. Question one. Question one. You might want to. Oh, by the way, you probably grab a pencil because there's a. Like, Is a pen okay? Well, that's fine. Something to write with. A writing yeah, utensil. Well, just saying because I. Some of these have five options, and you might want to just... Okay. Okay. Um, if you play a 1.5 C, the old 1.5 C on your B-flat trumpet, yeah. a good choice for your E-flat trumpet would be... Are you uh -oh. ready? Yeah. A, anything smaller in diameter. B, anything more shallow. C, a 7 C. <laughs> D, only A, or E, A and B. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I I don't like the choices. <laughs> Why? Because if you just say smaller, you could you know get like a, a jet tone Studio A. That's not going to be a good choice, but it's smaller. Well, these are the choices. It says anything smaller. Yeah, anything smaller. But right, that would be something. That's a pretty smaller. wide category. That's it what is. I'm saying. It's too broad a category. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, be anything think... more shallow. I I actually think it's uh, E A and B something a little bit smaller a little bit shallower. That's where I'm leaning. Brian, what do you think? Not with those choices. Yeah, because it's obviously play the same, play not, the same just, not just smaller, <laughs> not just smaller, not just shallower. It's definitely not C. No, no comment on D. But that's only, only a. a. Only A. That's just saying A again. <laughs> D is A. D equals A in this. <laughs> All right, so what are you going with? You're going gonna with go, E. I'm going to go with E. What's Brian going B. with? I'm going with F. Yeah, Brian is <laughs> definitely failing. I agree that Brian gets an F for this game. <laughs> Brian is out. Out, right. right out. I think the answer is E as well. I think that's good. I'm one for one. Anything smaller and shallow. So, kids, jet tone, no problem. Right. That's why I'm saying it should be something smaller, not anything smaller. 
Okay. That's a that's more of a word choice problem. No work seven, hard to write these. The seven like, EW. But like the seven C is smaller, <laughs> but you wouldn't like, say that's okay. Oh, you can't use that because it's you know, we I think that it's a the overarching seven C rule supersedes the Yes. Anything else. Right. Yeah. Well yeah. that's that's fair. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. All right, question number two. Question number two. When buying a C trumpet, you should A try to match the brand of your B flat. B not worry about the brand of your B flat. C, get the cheapest one you can find. D, A and C, or E, only B. Okay. <laughs> if we're going to have five choices, if two of them are the same, we only have four choices. <laughs> you don't like only B? No, but that's B. <laughs> So I don't. I don't need only so B happy. to be. If it's <laughs> so if happy it's, right if, now. If E is only B, I don't need E. <laughs> well, I think it's clarifying because the one said A and C, but E then would be only B. Right, but B is only B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is so, not okay. This so is like you, if I asked you if you'd rather have six eggs or a half dozen eggs. <laughs> six one, half dozen of another. That's oh no, that's not the phrase. <laughs> Not of another. That's not, this is not okay. I'm turning the whole podcast around. No ice cream for anybody. Okay, what's your answer? Uh, my answer is B. Brian, what's your answer? Don't worry about your B flat at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't care what brand the B flat is. You, you just want to get a, you want to get a great horn. Not for trumpet. No, I want to get a good horn. I don't care what, the, I don't need to match brands to get a great horn. Uh, I'm going with um, letter E. Yes, E is the right answer. No, B is the right answer because E is B. No, but but E says only B. Right, that's what I said. <laughs> I said B. No, you didn't. You said B. <laughs> e is obviously the correct answer. Right, E is the correct answer because it, it definitely it. delineates that it's to, only I, B. I, I, I'm filing an appeal <clears throat> with the commissioner. This is not, this, this is unsustainable. <laughs> okay, question three. When selecting the appropriate mute for a performance, you should A, use whatever your teacher says, B, choose by color, C, play only mutes with not, without stickers, D, only B, E, only C, F, A, and C. Okay, now we actually have six choices, but still only have four. <laughs> this is outrageous. This is not okay. This I don't think fantastic. you know how games work. <laughs> I think I wanted to be thorough. What was letter D again? <laughs> D is only B, and I will kill you. <laughs> D is only B. <laughs> uh, okay, oddly enough, the answer has got to be F. Oh, it's C. <laughs> no, 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 because you should also listen to your teacher. No, you shouldn't. You should play what you want as long as it doesn't have stickers. <laughs> this is on No, it's it's I, definitely F. Yeah, it's F, A, and C. C. But it's not B or D. But D is B. No, so D is only B. B. If it's not B, D it can't is be only, D. It's only B. But it can't be B because it's not D. <laughs> 
That's awesome. What's not all of the above? So that, that could have been an option. option. That could have been G. But it wasn't. All of the above. Okay. Here we go. The si- number four. The size of the mouthpiece has an impact on intonation. A, true. B, false. <laughs> C, only on the seventh C. D, yes. E, A and E. F. Hold on. You just e- said E is A and E. Yes. That's not possible. F <laughs> is E only. <laughs> No, because now <laughs> you're saying if Still I can't say breathe. A, I'm also saying A and E, and I'm also saying E only, because E only is A and E. I'm following you. I'm going with F. <laughs> you picked F. F, which is E only, which is A, which makes and e. A and E true. Yes. Which is A and E, which is true and A only. Right. That's the right answer. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. I'm decoding this. I will own this game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh That's a shame. Brian, are you going with them? I'm already told you the right answer was. It's B. It's B, false. (laughs) 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 Well, multiple choice, you know you should always pick B. Right, come on. Especially B is false. <laughs> okay, five. How many hands does it take to play a low D flat on the trumpet? A, two. B, one hand only. C, both hands. D, true. E, <laughs> none, just your lips. Does okay, it have to we be got a problem. <laughs> There are a couple of problems with this question. <laughs> a couple? <laughs> or there are both problems. I'm not sure how to phrase that. <laughs> the correct answer is C, both. Both hands, yes. Yes, it takes both Brian. hands. Brian. What do you think, Brian? Uh, does it have to be in tune? That's the uh, the question says in tune. I knew Brian would struggle with this one. The D flat doesn't have to be in tune, but for this question, how would you play it in tune? Is the question okay? Yeah, yeah. It it takes both hands, both and hands. both and both lips, and both lips. So there could have been a fifth option. Yeah, it should have a been sixth option. But there, F, but there which would have been B and C. No, no, would have been B. You would have had been to make you would have C make F and e. both lips. F would have been C and, then, and E. Only. No, 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 because uh, uh, because <laughs> E is none. Right. So you can't have none and both be true. Oh, yeah. Yeah, true. That's a problem. Yeah, you're right. Yes, I know. Oh, man, I should have had you edit this. That's really true. Now we're oh. getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. Wow. All right, number six. <clears throat> oh my gosh, there's more? Yeah. There's number six, and then there's a bonus question. Okay. <laughs> so there's seven. Well, ultimately, if you count the bonus. Six. Does the mouthpiece affect the trumpet's intonation? A, yes. B, no. C, yes, it affects the full range of the trumpet. D, no, only the low notes. And E, only A. <laughs> Didn't we already have this question? I reworded no. it. Um, you have so many problems with this. <laughs> I don't know where to begin with that question. 
Can you read C again? Yes, C. Yes. yes. It affects the full range of the trumpet. But A was yes. A is yes. And the e intonation. Is only A. Yes, E is only A. Yes. Well, clearly it's C. <laughs> it affects the range? Not yes, the question was about. Well, it intonation. affects the full range of the of the yeah. It affects, intonation. The, it affects the intonation of the full, of the full, range, full range of the right. whole range of trumpet. <clears throat> uh, yeah. B. O'Brien said no <laughs> again. <laughs> no, just no. It's okay. I'm grading on a curve. Okay. Okay. Time for the bonus question. Bonus question. Bonus question. True or false? With four options. The trumpet. <laughs> this is why he's so bad at coding. He doesn't understand binary. <laughs> All right, so exactly. it's binary. I've got four choices it's here. True or false? You have four choices. Oh wait, I'm sorry. I hold on. I I forgot to just hit return and knock that onto the second page. True or false? Five choices. Five choices. Five choices. The trumpet is a cylindrical instrument. A true. B sometimes. C, false, D, A, and B, and E, A only. <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> well, there's really only one right answer here. <laughs> and, and the answer is B, sometimes. <laughs> Brian? The whole thing or parts of it? That's what I mean by sometimes. <laughs> that parts of it are, parts of it aren't. So sometimes it's cylindrical. I, I think the answer is A, true. No. You know, it is categorized as a cylindrical brass instrument. It categorized, sure, but it's, it isn't. It's not, it's not conical. <laughs> but they're doing it wrong in the categorization. <laughs> right, but from once, it, once you leave uh, the valve casing and out to the bell, that's conical. Right. It all changes. This so sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm standing so, by my answer. I think the right answer actually is D, which is A and B. No. True and sometimes. It can't be true and 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 sometimes true. That's not possible. Well, it's always true, but the trueness of the cylindrical part and then then the conical thing is sometimes. I don't like this game. <laughs> I think you guys did well with it, really. We nailed this game. Nailed As put, we do all of the games. As so much fair. time we're into such, this. We're really good at game playing. Yes. I think it's a really well-written <laughs> test. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you should start writing for Pearson. <laughs> maybe, maybe for Pearson. <laughs> oh. Some other opinions out there, Well done, Bill. boys. Congratulations. We did great work. It's time for a couple things. <laughs> sure, success is nice. But ultimately, failing can be the thing that propels us forward to achieve our goals and aspirations. Let's talk about those near misses that really altered our paths for the positive. I, I think this is really, really important because I, I, I think most people, as soon as they encounter their first difficulty, which could be a first failure, is when you really find out, one, is this something that's important to you? And two, are you really going to get to work? Right? Because mm -hmm. as long as everything's easy, I mean, let's say you pick up the trumpet and then you went through your beginning band and then, you know, then your first chair and then you're the best one around and then you go win a job and, and nothing's ever been a struggle for you. 
are you really working or is it just kind of falling in your lap? Right? Yeah. So you got to actually learn from this. So, I mean, I can trace this back literally. I mean, I can tell you stories till the end of time, but mm -hmm. like, let's start in middle school. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So I'm playing for a year and I think I'm pretty good. And then I get into, we had A band and B band in my middle school mm -hmm. for seventh and eighth graders. Now, listen, right. I made A band in seventh grade. So I'm yeah. feeling pretty good about myself. Yeah. But I didn't make first chair. I made fourth chair. <laughs> and I thought, mm. fourth chair. Man, I thought I was doing pretty well. I got to keep working at this. Mm -hmm. So, you know, in eighth grade, I, I did end up making first chair. I was feeling pretty good about that. So. Did you ask to be put in the B band so you could blow lead? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I did not. Did uh, it cross your mind? <laughs> no, because then I wouldn't be in the A band. Right, yeah. Seventh grade me, I want to be in A band. So, uh, I, you know, get to high school, and I'll tell you what, this at the time was a big one for me. My sophomore year, I ended up making Allstate, right? Mm -hmm. Which in Texas, very, very highly. That's a big deal. That's a good big deal. So then my junior year, I did not make Allstate. I was an alternate. Mm. And I thought, oh, my gosh, I suck. Wait, <laughs> did Craig Morris make it his junior year? I don't know. That was a couple of years course. later. Maybe. I'm going to email Craig him. Morris, yeah, of course. Probably. Yeah. Of course. I mean, probably. He I, that was a, he's, I, like I said, he was younger. <laughs> when he was a junior, I was out. So, oh, yeah. right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. I really, you know, that really hit me pretty hard in the moment because I made it as a sophomore and I'm not making it as a junior and I was an alternate thinking. Do you know what happened? I obviously didn't play well enough. I mean, that's what happened. I Did mean, you prepare the same, the same way? I thought so. I just, wow. you know, I, I didn't make it and it hit me pretty hard. Did you miss nice. the double C on the end? <laughs> no, that <laughs> but he I, nailed. But I'll, I'll tell you what, coming back from my senior year, when I was going back in there, had me a whole different level of focus right. and preparation. Yeah, because you weren't going to let that happen again. No, nope. and then boom, right? made lead yeah. in Allstate, right? Yeah. So, but this happens all, all the way through, you know, because then I get to mm -hmm. college, and my uh, my first year uh, at, at Eastman, I'm playing lead trumpet in the third band, which is right where I should be. So my second year, I make the top band but really is the fourth trumpet player because they had lead player as a master mm. student. And I'm looking going, wow, gosh, he does sound good. So I got some work to do. Yeah, so the next year like when that. I came in, I left no doubt who was supposed to be sitting there in the next year. Right. <laughs> so I, 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 as much as you, know, you, you come close and you see and you get in the picture, you know, mm -hmm. and then you get out and into the quote unquote real world and you see who is working and who isn't working, and this is all like those kind of. Those are just some highlights from school that, I, like, right away came to mm -hmm. the top of my head. And every time yeah. I was like, "Hey, I'm doing pretty well," but wait a minute, oh, right. this mm -hmm. isn't as well as I want to be doing. Yeah, and and then obviously recognizing what other people's strengths were that weren't my, that were my weaknesses, and yeah. going, "Oh, wow," because it wasn't a lot of people, especially kids. And school will say, well, yeah, the band director just likes that person better. Or, yeah, this was fixed. Or, it's always, no, whatever. Yeah. And there's always an excuse. And, you know, I remember getting, this is a dead true story from my freshman year of high school. I'm, I was going to play in jazz band, so I was like the fifth trumpet player in jazz band. And our band director said, no freshman in jazz band. But my <laughs> assistant band director said, come audition. So <laughs> I'm in the jazz band, and there's a junior playing lead trumpet. And, boy, I listened to him play shakes and thought, wait, he's doing that better than I am. Mm -hmm. mm. And I thought, I got to get to work on this because he yeah. shouldn't be doing this better than now I you am. Know. I got some work yeah. to do here. That's just 
listen to that. I gotta um, go. My, I think everybody probably looks back to the middle school, high school thing and knows that you know if you look back on it, you can see one of these things that happened. I, my senior year, my last shot to make all state band in Pennsylvania. I was first trumpet districts, first trumpet regional band, right? Then they take the first trumpet player from the other region for states that year. <laughs> oh. So didn't make it. So, right, graduated high school. This thing sticks with me. I mean, that kind of stuff, it does. It sticks with you. You know, you don't want to get beat. You want to want to push forward. Now, ultimately, I did make the state ban uh, in 2008 when I conducted it. <laughs> did they give and you the honorary patch i like got the medal that? i was not go, leaving yeah. there without a medal yeah absolutely. yeah absolutely no i was in a tux yeah. tux and tails but <laughs> but yeah those things stick with you right yeah well i will tell you even the last one as a kid was uh the first uh school i heard back from from college was from eastman now i did yeah. a regional audition and i did not get in now by the end of that day, I'd pretty much mapped up my entire career, and I was going to be like, <laughs> I was going to be the assistant manager at, at some like, you know, you know, like Motel Six at the night shift, and be miserable and unhappy because I'm obviously the worst trumpet player in the world that's ever happened. The yeah. next day, I got my acceptance to Juilliard. But here's the best part of this story for me: a year later, when I'm looking to transfer, I fly up to Rochester. I am dialed in, and on the applications, it asked, "Have you applied here before?" Oh. And so I have put yes, because I'm not going to lie. They can just look. Right. So I go in, and I play pretty close to my best. It was a really good audition for me. Barbara says to me, huh, well, it says you auditioned here last year, so what What happened there? Now, obviously, she listened to the auditions the year before. Right. <laughs> so I said, well, I mean, I guess I just didn't play well enough. And she said, uh, well, I mean, what, do you remember anything? Was there something going on? And I will tell you, the auditions were right after All-State Jazz Band. So they had the regional audition in Dallas on the Sunday after playing an all-state jazz band Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, like eight hours a day with a concert Saturday oh, night. Right, yeah. So, yeah. you know, I said, well, it was it was right after all-state, and I was playing the all-state jazz band. She goes, well, why wouldn't you? Didn't you just call us? And I said, I'm 18 years old. And I said, yeah. so if a 17-year-old from Texas calls you and with an excuse about why his audition tape wasn't as good, you would have listened to that? <laughs> and she laughed and said, "No, I guess not." So, uh, you know, because I'm like, I didn't play well enough. That's why I didn't get in. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't going to let that happen again. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I went in and I walked out of there, and she's I'm thinking, "Okay, I think I'm in good shape here." Yeah. Brian, any high school stories for you? I, I have Middle several. Concern? I have several stories about auditioning and getting either getting first year or getting close to it. And my reaction was completely different than your guys, which was my reaction was what am I doing here? How did this happen? <laughs> What's going on? I can't do this. Yeah, it was very different. And, but the same idea that while well, I really have work to do, if I'm going to sit here, if I'm going to get to this mm -hmm. level, I do have to actually deserve it. And I don't know why I got to those chairs. I remember auditioning at Oberlin and, and getting to play second in the Oberlin Orchestra first semester freshman year. And they're sitting next to seniors were not pleased that I was sitting there. Yeah. Um, and uh, I mean, I remember sitting, doing La Mer, uh, the first rehearsal, John Dent, who's a big freelancer in New York. Um, now uh, he was playing lead. And I I could not figure out how he found where any of the notes went in La, Ver La Mer. I'm like, <laughs> how, how can you figure? And the transposition in F, and, and I was just lost. And of course, the senior trumpet 
student who was to my right was not happy at all. It was fascinating. So it was just, how did I get here? And mm-hmm. wow, I, I have work to do to stay here. It was that kind of kind of thing. And same thing happened at auditions. Like when I didn't advance in auditions, I always knew why. When I advanced in auditions, I never knew why. Didn't know why. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. The opposite That's a great of some perspective. Of my yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very cool. Uh, I had a, I had a, was thinking about this as we, I knew we were going to talk about this. Obviously, and it was a story about me as the teacher, but helping one of my high school students. So I was I was teaching here at Messiah, and I had some high school students who were studying with me at the time, and and one was Chris Venditti. Um, oh. Chris later went on to he had a career at West Point playing the trumpet. I think he's now retired and living out you know in the west somewhere living in colorado so the chris amazing trumpet player yeah a great work ethic great kid so as a junior he advanced to the ntc finals right down to george mason and then up placing second yeah Mm -hmm. which is phenomenal it's great right yeah but man he was bummed and (laughs) i kind of was too because i thought he really had a shot you know so came back and kind of reloaded and i said to him i had an idea and i said well because i knew this his work ethic was amazing and i knew this was going to only fuel that he wasn't going to turn away from it all right chris you want to go back to ntc next year or are you done no i'm going back all right. <laughs> do you want to just go or do you want to win i want to win i'm like great okay here's what you're going to play the gregson oh, oh my yeah. first movement and uh, you're going to need to do this from memory because you got beat by someone who was memorized, which I think uh, might yeah. be, you know, yeah. one it of the reasons that it's it it's just a thing. You know, it all not, matters. Not supposed to look at it, but it's 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 just that next level of playing, and you'll play differently and all that. And I thought, well, this is a pretty big test. We might end up switching switching gears here after a couple of weeks, <laughs> but I'm going to let him kind of dig in on this. And then it became pretty obvious right away that. <laughs> this was going to happen and he was that he could really play it so off we go to ntc he advances to finals and here we go and kills it and wins oh the following year so that that to me always stands out as one of the most remarkable ones that he was that close like so close and played really really he couldn't have done anything better at that particular time but man when he came back that next time around look out that's okay we're gonna have to take a quick sidetrack here when you said uh-huh. military musicians now you know john manning one of your your boys right yeah he's one of my students too i just talked to john on the phone the other day yeah and you know he listens to podcasts yes he does faithfully yeah he has I'm one sorry, issue john. with us and i think we need to address it on the air oh absolutely he said i was totally with you guys i was with you all the way through until you said coke not pepsi he's a pepsi guy no that's not right and that's, that's not what okay. i told him that's John, what I told him. Sorry. Not okay. Yeah, it's not okay. Yeah. As long as we yeah. can make a, a firm, you know, WTF stand right here. Yeah. We're and going I told to. him he's doing it wrong. To the yeah, degree that if he tries to buy one of the new hoodies, yeah, no. We may, no, we may have to we may have to deny him the merch. Well, we'll accept his payment, but we're never going to mail it to him. Exactly right. Yeah. We'll yeah. mail from right. Jersey. It'll never get there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's a Pepsi guy. I had no idea. I said I was going to talk to you about this, even get his degree revoked or something. Well, we can check in on that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not well, okay. The funny thing is, like, I think I'm a Coke guy because I lived in Texas. Well, right, but he's he's in but North he, Carolina he, now. He, but he did too, Pepsi. though. Yeah, but he he's, did too. But he's not there now. He's in the home of Pepsi now. Yeah, I'm saying I'm not a. I mean, he grew up in Pennsylvania, but yeah, like as a, you know, like I did, but yeah. 
Yeah, not okay. Wow, I'm shocked by this news. I I, I know it would rock you I to your core. I think you know someone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, it's so disappointing, John. It really, it really is. He's let us all it's down. Unbelievable. Yeah. Your sparkling military career, your yeah. service to the community as a right. fireman, amazing trumpet player. Yeah. And you're right out. <laughs> <laughs> out of the will. Exactly. You're out of the will. He's out. That's all there is to it. Wow, yeah, that but that was I've a had, worthwhile uh, aside. Yeah, because exactly. that's a fail. That, he, it is. But that's, that's a, a fail, fail you don't come back from. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not unless he's willing to send us a video and a picture of him with the can of Coke or Diet Coke. You know, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way he's going to get back in. Yeah. Coke products. We, we accept Mr. Pibb, Mellow Yellow. <laughs> sure. Of course. <laughs> Mellow Yellow. Yeah, uh, I don't wear like either of those. Where are so. my tube socks? <laughs> with the yellow, with the stripes around. Yeah, well, just, yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Of course. Exactly. Right in the drawer with the rest of your stuff. But from a worthwhile heard. aside. Absolutely. It worked well. Right. So back when you talk about working with students, I will tell you mm-hmm. there was a, a student here a few years ago who had auditioned for a military band, and uh, she came in to play the list for me. And she wasn't a student of mine at the time, and what I said to her is, "Huh." Listen, you're playing really well, but here's what I'm hearing. It doesn't sound like you're going to last all the way through. She comes back to the audition, and they had said, you play great, but boy, you're not making it all the way through. Goes, <laughs> okay, okay, I'm ready. Let's. I want to take a lesson. I'm, I'm coming in. So I'm just like, oh, I mean, okay, let's, let's get to work. Mm-hmm. And she studied me for a year. And we were working on basically that because so much was already right but she finally yeah. got to the point of like saying okay i'm ready to address the the big weakness because a lot of times you know i play pretty or i play well or i play musically and yeah. a lot of us like to hide our weaknesses of course right? it's an easy thing to do it's like well if i do this hey as <laughs> i mean lead players we're the worst right <laughs> it's like hey listen I, I don't have to have a good sound and i don't have to have a good I don't have time, or I don't need to be able to tongue or play low because, hey, I can play real high notes, so who I cares? notes. Yeah. Right, so none of that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. So we spend the year really working on these sorts of things, and guess what? A year later, another opening happens. So mm-hmm. she shows up and uh, calls me from the place, and I have rules about this. I think I've showed these before. I want to hear, one, how do you think you played? Two, give me a funny story, and, and three, the results. And she gets through, and it's like, and uh, they offered me the job. So, oh. you know, like she she did that. She got close mm-hmm. and went, okay, listen, I got to go. Right. You know, and did that work and bam, won the job a year later. Totally mm-hmm. worth it. You know, that's that's the kind of thing, you know, that really a lot of people could just be frustrated like, well, you know, I've gotten this far and I guess that job's just not for me. Or you can turn around and say, mm-hmm. what's between me and that job? Yeah. Yeah, this is great. I mean. Talking about, we've talked about the failure aspect before, and you know, and, uh, on a more micro level, Jason Solomon has you know shared with all of us here about the failing at failing at fifteen percent constantly yeah. is the only way, right? Is the only way you're getting better. <laughs> right. If you're yeah. succeeding at more than eighty five percent of what you're doing, forget about it. Like you're yeah. not getting. You're not better. close enough to the yeah. edge. Raise the um, bar. Yeah. But but the topic itself has come about. I just did a an interview recently with the local radio station WITF. They invited me on to talk about some the jazz stuff in Central Pennsylvania, which was a really cool thing. And the interview, um, the interviewer Anaya asked me this question about: Do you recall any failures? Right? Yeah. Failures in your career that I mean, this was kind of funny because I knew this episode was coming up, but right. it was really great. Uh, it's so cool that it's out there to talk about it because it's a it's a big part of what we do in music. 
Yeah, it's constant. Yeah. Like, you mean this week? How much time do you have? Yeah, yeah it's a 30-minute show. Oh, yeah. You know, talk to students. <laughs> I, I, you know, uh, I think I've talked about this before, the idea of, like, uh, you know, improvising was something that I knew I was kind of getting away with not being good at. Right? Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I, mm-hmm. I can play lead, and I can pass changes, and I can get away with this. And, boy, I moved to Chicago, and one of the first things I get called for, hey, come play this thing. It's a wedding thing. I'm like, and then, well, we have a book. And I'm like, okay. And I show up, and there's a big book, and it's me and a tenor player. Mm-hmm. And nobody opens the book. So they start the first tune, and I'm like, is this in here? He goes, no, 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 it's in D flat. <laughs> and they're like, trumpet solo. And I'm going, oh, this was the longest gig of my life, and I thought, I'm never working again. Yeah. Because <laughs> it just wasn't very again. good. You know? Yeah. Uh, so this is, in, I'm like, okay, no, I've got it. I've really got to get going here. I need to be better at this and, you know, really practicing and dutiful and practicing and dutiful. So sure, well, you know, what did I just say this past weekend? You know, I show up and they're like, so you're going to play this solo, right? Any mm. music? No. Any changes? No. Just come down front and trade with the, the singer. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And I'm much more comfortable doing that. Of course. Right? I, You've I, gotten I, a lot better at that in the last eight years, 10 years. I hope so. Like a keeps, lot, keeps but a lot. I, ho- a lot I, hope, I hope so. Mm-hmm. So Yeah, because Brian and I used to say how bad your jazz was eight years ago. <laughs> and you'd be perfectly <laughs> fair in doing so. Okay, what I love about the story you just told was this. Is that in the book? No, it's in D flat. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a three hour job. When I left, felt like 10 hours of terror. Oh, man. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. But not okay. What a good way to get through it, though. I mean, to get better at it. That's right. Because then it's like, oh, I should probably be able to do this. Mm. The reality is, everything is a learning opportunity if you make it one. Right. You can take lessons from great gigs, you can take lessons from terrible audition experiences but it's your job to learn from it to use it mm-hmm. let me go a step further than that not farther because it's metaphorical um, <laughs> thank you for clarifying when we're talking about auditions i had students say this to me before well i'm going to take the audition you know just for the experience i'm like no that's not because the experience if you're not really if you don't really want that job and you're not really putting everything on the line you're not really getting the experience you're giving right. you the ex, you're giving yourself the excuse to lose already so it's like no 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 do you want the job well i mean I get, no 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 it's a yes or no question yeah the reason you take an audition is to win an audition now if you don't win mm-hmm. it that's fine but you got to go all out for it otherwise you're not getting that very valuable experience that you want then you're just like, well, you know, I wasn't really going for it anyway, whatever, no big deal. Nope. Then you got no experience. That was that was a lost opportunity for you in that experience. Yeah. Right? Agreed. Agreed. Totally. Yeah. Agreed. I, I, well, when John, John Burns talked about this last week when he was here for this for the show, he he talked about winning the job. And he, he said, you know, I wasn't actually that bothered about it either way. He said I was in shape. I was playing well. And I was like. Yeah, I'll just I'll just go. I was super loose, yeah. and he said, and I I just was in the zone when I played. Everything felt good, and well, you know. it was great authentic trumpet playing, which yep. musicianship, which sells, yeah. right? And he sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> he's killing it. Um, I wanted to mention this. It's interesting that these things kind of serendipitously, you're welcome, happened uh, this past week talking about failure. Um, I had a, a student actually from another uh, university here in Pennsylvania. 
who I met at a festival and just kind of stayed in touch with on Facebook and now is students out student teaching and I won't use their name and throw them under the bus because it's not actually one of my students. Right. Like if Fair. it weren't mine, I would just say no problem. Absolutely. No, James walked in here that. and said the most ridiculous thing to me yeah. today, which as, he did, but as, as James would do, as James would do, but that's for another time. Anyway, so student reached out and we're talking about a variety of things, but it ultimately came down to feeling like they were failing their student teaching, feeling like they don't know anything, feeling like other people around them know a lot more stuff. And, you know, and so what ultimately what I shared was that, you know, it's really just a, a perspective thing. Like you, you are expected at this particular time to try to figure things out. This is your time to collect a bunch of information and not be perfect at this. You're on your way to perfect and you're in the most difficult spot because now you're realizing where all the chinks in the armor are, <laughs> which is exactly what should be happening. It's supposed to be right. happening. Right. Exactly. You should be grateful that these weaknesses are being revealed because that will make you a better teacher. Mm-hmm. Right? So yeah. it, you know, just look at where you are in the in process, you know, and failure is a huge, you've got to accept it. It's a huge part of getting better. And if you're doing it right, it always is. Yeah. Right. That's the yeah. hard part. I'm having that discussion. With, uh, I have some students who are making recordings for summer festivals mm-hmm. <laughs> and saying, okay, this might be a good indication of how I play right now, but I want it to be better. And I said, <laughs> right, that's always going to be true. Yeah. Yes. That's that's the right. frustrating part of that. Like I, I yeah. said, if it's 10 years from now and you've already won two jobs and you're making a recording, you're going to go, yeah, that's how I play, but I wanted to be better. That's always the right headspace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. I wanted to lean this into this a little bit as well because I think some of these failures, um, if, if there are enough of them as you're trying to get better at your job or you're trying to complete your degree or win an audition, whatever it happens to be, enough of these failures can start to get you thinking in that imposter syndrome sort of mindset, mm-hmm. right? Like, totally. oh, I... Yeah, I shouldn't. I, I, people find out that I'm really not that good at this, right? <laughs> I mean, sure. we're all in that boat, right? Right. It, you know, we're all, you know, just doing our best and trying to, trying to get through this and figure it out as we go. And that just means you're growing and learning. It doesn't mean you're an imposter. I do. I do see a fair number of people who are super confident and blissfully, blissfully unaware that they shouldn't be. <laughs> a friend of mine says you you always state your opinions as facts yeah <laughs> yeah i'm like oh oh yeah but it's it's but they're my opinions <laughs> yeah yeah right so they are facts it's it's pretty fascinating um yeah i i don't know i don't know how to state that differently um you need people to tell you and you need people you trust and you need to be honest with yourself i think but yes. Use yeah. it as leverage. Yeah, but at the same time, recognizing where you are in a positive way, and that's sometimes yeah. the hardest part as the imposter. You're recognizing all your own weaknesses and not really recognizing that I have gotten better. Right. I do I do play well. There are things mm-hmm. I do now that I couldn't do before. Yeah. And that's sometimes the hard part of that, especially if you're not getting where you want. You're experiencing another <laughs> failure at an audition or, 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 you know, at a performance that you just walked off thinking that's not how I wanted that to go. You know, it's hard. It can be really hard to get to that right mindset of, yeah, I know, not yet, not yet, but I'm going the right direction. Yeah, Absolutely. and with the curation of their public persona everybody has, right? Now that you think everybody's better. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, be because Instagram makes it look like this was perfect and that was perfect mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever else. And... <sighs> 
yeah, you know, I mean, I, I know we come back to this all the time, but yeah. it does. It influences others. I mean, it, it does. It makes of you course. feel like you're not keeping up. It makes you feel like you're not good enough. Yep. And that you're failing. Yeah. But but I think if what you're trying to do, ultimately, if your response to it is to start to set some short term and long term goals about fixing things, mm-hmm. then then you're turning the failure on its head and you're using it right. to build momentum. But and that's the important part. It is is recognizing okay what happened and why and in an honest way, not in a well I suck I should quit. Right. Like that's <laughs> you know that's not the honest way to go. The honest way to go is. What was the shortcoming? What was the failure? That's where I'm going next. Mm-hmm. That's the way to go at this and say, okay, I didn't do well because of X. Okay, X is now the first thing I'm practicing. That's now my primary yeah. focus. So what do you do if, you're, if you come out of that situation and you're confused? You can't, the committee's not giving you a list of things that you did mm-hmm. wrong in each excerpt, so they're not helpful. Uh, what, do you, what do you do? How are you going to leverage that? Well, one of two things. Hopefully, you either have a teacher that you trust or friends that you trust, right? And you need. Yeah. This is why you always need people, right? Got to so have you, people. You could say, Good "Okay, people. here's the recording I sent, and I didn't get in. What do, What do you hear?" And if your friends yeah. say, "No, no, you sound great," well, you just need better friends. Yeah, you need right. a, ne- a network of people who are willing to tell you you're doing it wrong. Yes, and we are experts in that area. We are here. <laughs> well, yes, for we you. are. <laughs> yes, we are. We are here for you. What yeah. about the teachers who whose ego is wrapped up in it? Well, I don't know. I think you sound great. They don't know what they were listening for. Go play for someone else. Yeah, you got to yeah. find somebody who's going to be honest. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. super honest, and you have to ask for it. I think, and you have to be ready yeah. for it too. And yeah, right, because then you have to be able to take it. Because if somebody says to you, "Playing like that, you're not going to get far." <laughs> Yeah, and then say, "Well, please, please elaborate. Like, give it to me, you know, yeah. and just take all of it right on the chin, mm-hmm. and then really see how you can come back from it." Yeah, because the goal is to make it so obviously so good and so musical that there's no question about it. Right, right. And if it isn't that, well, that's kind of on you. Yes, this is what I tell uh, uh, students who are looking to audition here. I said, "Oh, listen, here I'm going to give you the shortcut: play great, and you get in." It's just that easy. <laughs> now, if you play bad, you, you badly, you just don't get in. Now, if you right. play okay or good, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. Because right. it's yes. a matter of, well, was yes, it you do. this or that or this or that? Like, that was good, but, or that was okay, but, hmm. But mm-hmm. if you walk in and just lay it down, done. You just make right. it that clear. Yeah, you yeah. get paid to play. Yeah, piece of cake. You know, we all we all know Terry Everson. I heard Terry say yeah. one time, and you know Terry, heart of gold. Like he meant this in the most positive way, right? You want to make more money, you should play better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like you, you, right? you want to win the job, you should, maybe yeah, you should play just, better. Just just play better. Yeah, leave no doubt. Yeah, leave no That's doubt. Great. So yeah. right, so obvious that it's just clear as a bell that you're it. Yeah, that's the and answer. Then, yeah, and that's and that's the goal. That's obviously that, always the goal. And I think that just boils down to that's great teaching right there, isn't it? Be better. <laughs> yeah, just play better. You should be better. See you next hey, week. Hey, what do you think yeah. I should do? I think you should play better. See you next week. I think you should be better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just be better. Yeah, but what about nope? Just be better. Yeah, there you go. Wanna, you want to make more money? Play better. Play better. <laughs> Ah, wow. I didn't realize that the is lesson, great. lessons just got a lot shorter around here. <laughs> Isn't it great? Um, 
Yeah, I think this is another time to realize, too, that none of this is going to change. All of these things that are happening around you are not going to change, no matter how you will them to change or because how much you wish for them to change, because yeah. it's really your perspective. And you have a choice mm-hmm. of using it as fuel or letting it crush you. Yep. One of the two. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think this is a, this was an important one, I think, yeah. to get to, because... You know, embracing these near misses. Um, I don't. I don't consider. You know, I ended up at North Texas, of course, but I did audition at a couple other places, and and I was accepted there. So it's not entirely a near miss, except I didn't play as well there, sure, mm-hmm. as I did for Keith. And so, uh, but ultimately, it worked out in a really great way. Like I now, I look back, I'm I'm grateful that that was sort of rough and that I wasn't obvious there because that that guided me to where I needed to end up. So right. at the time, it's hard to accept, but. Oof. Yeah. But if I could have learned to do that, you know, in the moment, which is I think was what we're trying to do, right? We're trying to say, look, look, look. You could just in the moment, it's okay. Yeah. Embrace it. You know? It will be fine. Cool. Absolutely. All right, boys. It's time for no offense. Hey, look, please never change this bumper. This that bumper right That's there. That's the one. That's the one. <laughs> I love that bumper. All right. I'll Don't change it. Dialed in. Yeah. It's it's the great thing on. All right. Look, if you're not valuing your near misses and failures, you're doing it wrong. Totally. Take right. stock, look back, be aware, use this stuff to make you better. It's not a commentary on the quality of you as a human being either. No, that's yeah. that's very true, right? Yeah, when you when if something goes wrong you, and you fail, you fall short, that's just a way of going, okay, this is what I got to do better. That's it. Right. That's all there is there. That's all. Then just take that as this is now that goes in the bag, and now it's mm-hmm. time to plug in and go. Right. Make a list. Mm-hmm. These, these are the things I'm going to attack. You can put it in pages, even. Don't say attack, please. I'm not sure we <laughs> could. We could put it in pages. You could just put your list in pages. I, I have it in pages. Well, I have everything's in pages. I it's can't believe you guys can't see it. <laughs> Look, yeah. No matter what it is, what the failure is, if you can't you play loud enough, button. can't play loud enough. No offense, Brian. Uh, <laughs> you know, you could go back from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Come to me, I'll help you play it louder. <laughs> yes, I, I did hit the sh- that. I did hit the share button on pages. I heard you say that. <laughs> yes. And, yeah, it lost on me. <laughs> All right, boys. Well listen, that should about do it for today. Hey, listen, stay tuned, tell your friends and neighbors, and don't drink Pepsi like John Manning. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell. <laughs>